The Tech Today podcast is brought to you by SSNC Technologies, a global market-leading provider of cloud-based investment accounting software services in fund administration. SSNC's AI-powered investment operations and accounting platform, Singularity, provides real-time, multi-basis accounting across a wide range of asset types with unparalleled automation and operational efficiency. Singularity is offered on a software-as-a-service basis or via smart source. SSNC's intelligent middle and back office accounting service. For more information, visit ssctech.com forward slash singularity. Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Radar. It's your host, John Mayetta. Check us out online at techtoday.com, T-E-K number two day.com. Visit us at ceorader.com, rate your company, rate your CEO. And I'd point you to an article that we wrote at Tech Today back in May. Let me see if I can pull up the actual May 18th, 2020. The article is entitled Binging on Buybacks at Innovation's Expense. And we, of course, were referring to the debt-fueled buyback binge that has taken place in the technology industry. Since around 2011, 2012, if you look at, we have a, a couple of charts in the second chart in that article where we look at it. Who do we have? Apple, Adobe, Facebook, Google, Microsoft, and Oracle. We just looked at them as a sample. And I remember the chatter. I was on the corporate development side at that time in 2011, and that's when I remember the chatter really starting to ramp up when institutional investors, and it would typically come from a top holder. You know, a top five holder, for example, would say, geez, it'd be great if you guys had a buyback or it'd be great if you guys accelerated your, your share of buyback. That's when buybacks started to become in vogue. And the philosophy on, on behalf of the institutional investors was use cheap debt because debt was cheap coming out of the 2008-2009 downturn. Use cheap debt to buy back your stock. You know, provide a floor on the stock uh, you know, coming out of the downturn. Back in 08-09, technology stock prices were still very depressed, and there wasn't a ton of visibility. In 09, looking to 2010 earnings, and 2010, looking to 2011 earnings, uh, the expectation was things would get better, but it would be a slow recovery. And so, you know, a lot of investors wanted to have a floor, if you will, on the stock, and the buyback was to provide that. And then, of course, what happened was interest rates have, have stayed low, right? They've stayed low since 09-2010. Even when they ticked up in the second half of 2018, you know, versus history, interest rates have been low for the past decade. And now, of course, they're essentially at zero, maybe slightly below zero, if you if you consider real interest rates. So many companies, technology companies in particular, have used leverage to buy back stock, and that effort has accelerated over the past decade. It hit a speed bump in the first half of this year, I'd say through May, June. And since then, companies have now started to resume share buybacks. You've heard that from a number of companies on earnings calls. It was an 8K filed by IHS Market, ticker symbol INFO, this morning, that they are resuming their share purchase authorization. And my philosophy is, if you're new to the podcast, if you're new to tech today, that if you're a technology company, I can't stand share buybacks. You ought to be investing that money in research and development to refresh existing products to build new products and services, tech-enabled services, to execute M&A, to pay down debt, 
So let's go through those things quickly. Uh, I think it's self-explanatory on the new product development front that if you're a technology company, you need to be innovating and keeping fresh product in front of existing customers and new customers. That's just par for the course. That's table stakes. On the debt side, you may say, well, geez, why, John? Why would you want to pay down debt that's that's at a, a low interest rate? It's not a great economic return on capital. Problem is uh, the mathematics, the arithmetic, if you will, is not the full story when it comes to debt. There is also perception that the, that must be factored into the capital allocation strategy. So I would tell you my experience, uh, many investors that own and follow the technology industry, particularly uh, software stocks, don't understand debt. And so if they see debt on a balance sheet, they just walk away from the stock. They don't investigate further. They don't do any work on that name. That's the rationale for paying down debt. On the M&A front, I get that at present time, technology valuations are through the roof. They're too rich for my blood, and I'm not the only one. And so if valuations are at a level where you're not comfortable doing M&A, then you may want to put that capital aside for a rainy day. So I'm not opposed to quote-unquote hoarding cash. A lot of technology companies got beat up for hoarding cash some years ago. I remember Microsoft was one, Apple was another. And there's an issue around repatriation and so forth. But it was even the case with uh, domestic software companies. Now, I would be critical of any company that was hoarding cash and didn't have a plan for it. But if you are, let's say, for example, CoStar, who said on their most recent earnings call that you know they plan to use their dry powder over time. And it's obvious what they're going to do because they've been executing M&A since essentially day one. So I would not be opposed to a company hoarding cash, to use the critical term that was bandied about so often. I would not be opposed to a company hoarding cash and building up that dry powder if I felt that if I felt confident that that particular company would deploy the dry powder when valuation started to make more sense. That may be in six months. That may be in two years. It really doesn't matter. I want my management teams, you know, put, putting my portfolio manager hat on, I want my management teams to be opportunistic when it comes to M&A, opportunistic when it comes to investing in the company. There should always be a baseline level of investment around Sales and marketing, R&D in particular, if you're a technology company. But as we said in this podcast several months ago, a couple months ago, I don't recall exactly when, during the, the COVID crisis, when it was kind of at its bottom, I said that that was the time when market leaders should be accelerating investment. To the extent that they had any visibility in the business, forget about protecting earnings and maintaining a flat EBITDA margin with the year-ago period. Take margins down by 300 basis points or whatever the case may be, 200 basis points, whatever. But accelerate investment if you think you can take share during the downturn and step on your competitors' throats. You have to get out in front of investors and walk them through it, but don't let fear of investors' potential reaction, near-term reaction, dissuade you from pursuing a strategy that you believe is the best strategy in the long term for your company. And I believe as though, and I believe that many companies by pursuing share buybacks are looking to appease investors in the short term. And in some cases, appeasing themselves. You know, in some cases, uh, the senior team may hold a substantial chunk of the stock. 
and they're using buybacks to inflate their holdings to a degree. But it's it's my belief, and I'm never going to change this belief, that the best way for a technology company to drive value over time is to invest in the business, not buyback stock. So the article that we published in May, we'll update that table in October after companies report their September quarter results, because many of these companies just restarted their share buyback activity in June, and I'd like to give it kind of a full quarter to see what the, the trend line may look like for the second half of the year and what it may look like in 2021. And maybe we'll, if I can do it in a way that makes sense, maybe we'll put an estimate out there for uh, buyback activity for calendar 2021. That's all for now. See you next time.